Blog Talk Radio. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. Passionately 
on this week's launch. I know AEW will be welcomed by wrestling fans here in the U.S. So, this is big news. And, of course, I'm trying to find the roster, but, you know, here's what I'm saying. I know Britt Baker signed. I know that a lot of people are doing articles, including Forbes. So, a lot of people from New Japan, possibly, I don't know, because my phone's being a jerk. I'm just going to look it up on my computer, folks, but I know this. When you have competition in wrestling, it makes it for a better product for companies like WWE, Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor is already doing the thing with the thing, you know what I'm saying? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the godmother of WFC, the one, the only, incomparable Granny Hulkster. Well, hello, B-Train. How are you? Well, man, I had so much fun. We actually completed a show last night with the, without the thing kicking us off, the jerk. I don't know who did that on, on Blog Talk, because it used to be talking to overtime. I guess people were taking advantage of it, Granny, but I am doing quite well. Well, I listened for most of your show last night, you know, and everything. He sounded like an awesome guest. Oh, yeah, dude. It was, it was a lot of fun just conversating on uh, aspects of the business. But, Granny, for the first time in a while, I think, no, I'm pretty sure that <clears throat> people are going to see some competition finally in pro wrestling. It's what I've been telling you. I was like, is there going to be another WCW? Is there going to be another opportunity for a company to get their chance to shine. And it looks like All Elite Wrestling is the company that's going to quite possibly give the WWE not a run for their money, but might actually make for some good, compelling TV, man. Last night's Raw, prime example of that. You know, you hear about all this competition coming your way. What do you do? You either tuck tail and run, or you have a decent show. And I think finally WWE at the start of the new year has had nothing but good shows and people are starting to flock back to it a little bit, not too much. But numbers don't lie, Granny. The ratings are slowly but surely raising. Yeah, they are. Now, I apologize, B-Train. I looked at my – I kept my eye on time, and, you know, I guess you started the show a little early today, which is fine. <laughs> I uh, I wanted to make the announcement so that not just Cato could hear, but I, I told uh, Jaden Lee, another wrestler, I said, there's open available times. Just um, know that I have to let my co-host know as well so she can join in on the fun. And um, I got to say, folks, this year, the new theme for Wrestle Radio Network is new voices will be heard. And it's not just the same guest every time because you're like, well, it's good to have new people, in other words. And it's also... Yes, it is. Yes, uh, because if you have the same guest over and over again, who's going to want to tune into your show? Yes, I know. 
So, so anyways, past all that announcement, it will make it official on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram because I am social media addicted. I think the cure is me gluing my face to my phone. Not really. But um, what I mean by that is, folks, I run a business. It's a small business, if you will, a podcast. But it's still a business, and you have to keep up to date with social media. And so far, Granny, I've been noticing a lot of buzz about AEW, All Elite Wrestling. They signed two names that you're familiar with, um, Jim Ross and Jim Cornette. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's basically kind of give or take because some people are saying – well, there's going to be a lot of people from New Japan, the UK, the top wrestlers around the world will be involved on this roster, and that could be a variety of people, folks. A lot of the people that didn't quite make it in WWE, for example, Britt Baker from NXT, let's see here, Jacksonville, Florida, okay, so Chris Jericho. Um, is going to be a part of this. Holy crap. Neville. I mean, it, it's amazing how many people forget. There's, there's a lot of names. Not just Jericho and Neville, but Kenny Omega is uh, from New Japan. Um, Sue Young, <clears throat> you know, Amber Nova, Jack Strong, so from Lucha Underground, Will Ospreay, who is a big, big name in Japan and the States and the UK. The Briscoes are coming. I know them very well. Um, Tessa Blanchard, also formerly of NXT, uh, she is joining the roster. God bless all these ads. Yuhira Koshida, a new Japan guy. Zack Sabre Jr., Part of the Cruiserweight Classic and also part of Wrestling Revolver and various other promotions. And you have Viper. She's a, she's the dirty version of Alexa Bliss. Wow. And, of course, yeah, you've got Ivelisse, Vale Sicaria. She's coming in there. So, guys, this may be the first time that you see competition because granny they're having wrestling on the cw network on tuesdays on tuesday nights and i was like me and kurt were discussing this and i says well that that's not smart because you know smackdown live they said they're gonna move smackdown to fridays i was like oh boy you have two companies one just started now aew all elite wrestling and now you have some people are afraid of it, Granny. I I personally just welcome it because it's what this company has been needing for years. Oh, I agree. It, yeah, because you, you would like to see all these wrestlers that I talk about on a constant basis because, <clears throat> for starters, Granny, I don't know about you, but I, I was hoping and praying that someone was going to do it because... You had WCW back in the day, you had ECW, you had all these territories running around, and then finally AEW comes out of the woodwork, finally, and they they form this company with Jim Ross and 
the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Shad, I believe is his name, and his son will be taking over it. So for those of you who think I only reform and talk about WWE, let me inform you all about that. I watch a lot of wrestling, and there's too much of it for me to report. You know why? If I sat there and talked Granny's ear off about New Japan and all that, it wouldn't be a problem. It's just it would take me three hours to actually get less giddy like a schoolgirl and less excited. So, AEW, is it competition? Yeah, I guarantee you it is because some of these guys and gals are formerly of WWE. Um, Kenny Omega, once upon a time, tried out for World Wrestling Entertainment. He didn't make it. Chris Jericho is a very familiar name. Now I'm going to try and definitely watch it because, wow, Granny, I haven't seen Chris uh, compete, you know, since Wrestle Kingdom, but in his match against Naito. But, I, you know, Chris Jericho's name, you can't deny that one. That's true. And then you've got all these other names coming out of the woodwork, and you say to yourself, wow, Ivelisse and Tessa Blanchard, the daughter of Terry Blanchard. She's got some lineage family name-wise, and she's a very good worker. I've seen her at Revolver. I've seen her in various other promotions that she's worked, and she's a very good worker. It's unfortunate that, you know, things didn't work out the way they could have in WWE, but you know what they say, when one door closes, another one opens. That's true. Very true. I mean, like Andrew and I were chatting about that last night, and I was saying to him, you know, every – I mean, I'm not going to lie. As a worker, I would love to go get the opportunity to work for WWE, but I can't – sit there and be like, oh, woe is me. I'm not in WWE, so my life is over. I think that it's a great opportunity for these individuals, you know, performing. And not just performing, but they're making history. That's the common phrase that most people have used when it comes to wrestling nowadays, because they're like, for the first time ever, a women's elimination chamber. For the first time ever, a women's Royal Rumble. For the first time ever, an all-women's pay-per-view called Evolution. Now, for the first time ever, there's another company on an actual cable or a basic network on the CW. And, Granny, I don't remember the last time we ever had head-to-head competition in wrestling except for when WCW and ECW and them were running around. That's true. I think you're right. Because now, as wrestling fans, we have something to look forward to. Because if we don't like what we're seeing in WWE, I guess, you know, we could trade on. I mean, I, I do this. I've watched Ring of Honor. I've watched Future of Honor. I've watched NXT, which is still a part of WWE, but it feels like a... Uh, a separate division at times, but um, I think it's great that it's driving the competition, or the competition is driving WWE to do better, to make their product more relatable for fans, and they're doing that. 
And it's, that's what I'm trying to bring home to folks is I'm not saying, oh, they're going to drive WWE out of business. A lot of businesses have tried that, and they've failed. That's true. I mean, there was a Table for Three episode, Granny, with Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and Diamond Dallas Page. And, or no, it was JBL. It was JBL. And uh, what happened was JBL asked, you know, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Scott Hall said when Eric Bischoff was on the jet in WCW, he said, oh, man, I got all these great ideas. I'm going to drive – I'm going to drive Vince McMahon out of business. And Kevin Nash and Scott Hall looked at each other saying, you're nuts, dude. That's not going to happen. Amazing. I mean, it's amazing how some people think that they can do something and, you know, they come up with these ideas, you know, but sometimes they play out good and sometimes they don't, you know, so. Well, his idea to say a reveal Mick Foley is the champion in 1998, Granny, I don't know about you, but when I was in middle school, when he, when Tony Schiavone said that, I was like, "Oh, mankind's gonna win the championship." I want to flip the channel. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I mean, so. I mean, you can't. His business venture idea won bad because he had guys like Goldberg, and he had former WWE champions like Bret Hart, and he. I mean, but the problem was the reason why there's a lot of factors like when AOL took over WCW and when Turner relinquished his ownership and some people say it was the finger poke of doom on Nitro between Kevin Nash and Hulk Hogan and I said no when David Arquette won the championship that was one you don't ever let a celebrity win a championship that's kind of a no-no in wrestling And two, WCW Nitro's ratings just started dropping because, like most of us say, when we refer to WWE, the WWE is a machine. You can't really beat a machine. You can compete. You can compete against it. You can make each other better by putting out a better product for fans, and that's what WWE's done so far. But with All Elite Wrestling joining the fray, I, Granny, I got, I got chills because I was like, wow, um, I feel like this is WCW 2.0 because not in a bad way, but in a, in a friendly, not friendly competition way. But, I mean, look who they're signing. I mean, who, who wouldn't know the name Blanchard? If you're not, if you're a wrestling fan, who wouldn't know the name Ivelisse or Zack Saber Jr. or Will Ospreay? Some names are not familiar, but I mean, it's it's very comforting to know that there's actual competition now for fans to be like, oh well, we want to see what this buzz is all about. I mean, I'm gonna check it out. It's not gonna create disloyalty towards SmackDown Live or Monday Night Raw or any of the pay-per-views or. NXT TakeOver, but you sit on the perch long enough, you're wanting someone to compete against. 
Well, yeah, that's a, that's true. I mean, that's very, very, very true. I mean, Granny, it's like being the best in music. You know, it goes in cycles. One year, an artist is really great. And then the next year, someone else comes along. Like, back in the day with country singers, you had Shania Twain, Faith Bill, and all them. And you had Alan Jackson. You had Billy Ray Cyrus for One Hit Wonder. And then you had... You just have a variety is what I'm trying to get at, folks. And all the fans in the U.K., United States, Canada, Latvia, Indonesia, what's up? I'm sorry I didn't get to your questions last night. It was really, really late. But um, I just want to say hi to you guys. I haven't been formatting my shows as of late, but I feel like it's a new year and I want to try some things a little or do things a little differently. Not too out of whack, but just a little different because, you know, if it's the same thing every year, like it gets redundant, it gets repetitive, so... There's that. Um, I just want to say, I it, for the first time, Granny, I feel like I'm able to make points, not stumble around as much as I did last year because of the lack of guests, but it felt good knowing that I got three this year right out the gate, about to have a fourth, uh, maybe possibly fifth. I just have to email that person back. Not gonna shoot the or jump the gun and be like, hey, you know, I have this person on my show and promise the fans bedlam, you know. But here's the thing, I I'm not gonna name names because that's kind of the purpose of having guests on our show. You never know who I'm going to have unless you catch the Facebook, the Instagram. I am going to be revamping the Twitter, no joke. But. I have some guests in mind, and it feels good, Granny, that, you know, slowly but surely I'm getting back in the swing of things, and also it feels good to know that wrestling is wrestling again. Sorry, I was trying to have a conversation with my son while talking to you, so (laughs) I'm multitasking today, Um, people. Granny and I are in the same boat. I was doing some laundry. <laughs> but, uh, no, it feels great, you know. We've got all this competition. The fans are getting what they want. If you're not, you're you're whiny bitch is all I have to say. To be, you have to be, well, some fans, Granny, are particulars. I said that to Cato last night. I says... Some fans, no matter what you do, will be not satisfied with anything you present to them. But the main thing is, we now have wrestling presented to us in the form of chaos, which I I love. I love when WWE Raw goes absolutely apeshit crazy. the, The way it started out last night with the Tribute to Mean Gene at the beginning of the silhouette, not silhouette, but the picture of him that they showed on the Tron, and then all of a sudden you see a backstage brawl between Rollins and Lashley. Yeah, it was just, um, it was absolutely amazing. I mean, you know, and like I said, the tribute to Mean Gene that Hulk Hogan did was totally awesome. 
so that that was that was great too. So it's like uh, I try and tell people. It says despite what people may think of Hulk Hogan, you can't deny the Babe Ruth of baseball. You know, you can't deny the Babe Ruth of wrestling, Hulk Hogan. And who wouldn't remember the iconic, well, you know something, Gene, or let me tell you something, Mean Gene. That's my childhood and other people's history of watching Saturday Night Main Event, you know, Hogan, Jake the Snake, all of them. That was that's that's amazing. I mean, you know, so I think it was a good tribute because people this is what I gotta tell you, it's it's hard to be without mean Gene Okerlin because he is a part of history. A wrestling history. And his interviews, some of them made you laugh, some of them made you go, Whoa. They were they were very heartfelt. They were easy to follow. They were made like I said, they would make you laugh if it was the bushwhackers or if it was the nasty boys or Bobby the Brain Heenan, which a lot of people remember. There's just a lot of memories that cling to when it comes to Mean Gene Okerlund. Because he was also in WCW, so that's also history. He was a part of an organization that was the rival of Vince McMahon back in the day. And he didn't catch any heat from it because he was civil with people. He wasn't a jerk. And so, yeah, he wasn't. I mean... I've got to step away for just a moment, B-Train. I will be right back. I'm just going to put my phone on mute, and I will be right back, sir. All right. Sounds good, Granny. Okay. Thank you. So anyways, folks, you're welcome, hon. There's, there's a huge thing that most people don't realize. Gene had kidney transplants. And that man still lived his life to the fullest. Some people say that's a difficult thing to do after you have kidney transplants. That's so very, very trying, you know, and time-consuming. He didn't mind all the extra time that he had to put in to making things work for wrestling fans. There was no, I can't do this because I'm feeling bad. Gene would work sick. He would work a lot of hours, you know, being an interviewer. And he he worked a lot of wrestling, a lot. Not just WWE. I mean, he did Nitro interviews. He did interviews with Hogan. Warrior, Piper, Savage, Snooka, everyone. So his memory won't be forgotten. No, sir. But I will tell you this. 
we're going to take a break and start the advertisements. If you would like to become a professional wrestler today, tomorrow, whenever you feel the need, invest in yourself. Go to the Monster Factory website at monsterfactory.org. Sign up today for more information on the issue relating wrestling school. There are plenty of wrestling schools, including Wildcat Wrestling School in Louisiana. There's also several wrestling schools throughout the Midwest. World-famous Monster Factory is where it's at. Invest in yourself not whenever you feel the need. Also, for those of you wanting to get a WWE Network subscription, you can do so by going to WWE.com. Signing up, you get your first month free, so the Royal Rumble, and you can catch up on all the latest WWE pay-per-views, including Evolution, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble. You can even catch ECW, WCW, AWA, NWA, more so than WWE. So, also, if you cannot, if you think that the WWE Network is too much for you folks, it's worth your while. It's a good investment. Um, you can get the Fight Network to catch all CZW, Wrestling Revolver, and Ring of Honor, and all things professional wrestling, including New Japan. So if you want to get the okay, network... Okay, B-Train, I am back. All right. Who's in the middle of advertisements? But that's okay. Because WWE Network, folks, is nine ninety nine a month. If you don't have one, you can get a network card. It goes for 90 days, including your first month free. You can get those network cards at your local Walmart, Stellar Generals, Best Buys, 7-Elevens, or you can get it on WWE Shop. All right, folks, that wraps up the advertisements. I'm going to continue to talk about this new competition thing because I think that's what's been lacking a little bit. I'm not saying the drive and stuff from Raw was lacking. No. This is what's driving the product to be better again, folks. They won't tell you this. But when a company when a company sees another company, they're like, well, they're doing it one way. We're going to continue to do it our way. Or they can say, well, we're going to change things up and hopefully the rest of you can adjust. What I mean by that is AEW is a new company. Like most new companies, there's going to be some real questions as if, okay, can this company hang with uh, Ring of Honor? Can this company hang with WWE? Can this company even compare to New Japan? And the answer is, folks, whenever you start a new company, it's always going to be a bitch because you get a lot of, well, I wouldn't say backlash, but some people question credibility when you first arrive on the scene, and AEW is one of those companies that I believe can actually succeed because why? It's a brand new spanking company It doesn't have Any qualms about Okay this company's doing this We gotta change our ways 
type thing. I think it's great because, like I mentioned earlier, I believe this reminds me of a time when the Monday Night Wars were going on, but to the less extremities of it, because, Danny, back in the day when it was, like, cutthroat, if you if you even attempted to leave, you were like, well, he's not he's not welcome back again. It's not quite like that anymore. True. I think a lot of people say, well, wherever your opportunity takes you or whatever, wherever you're, uh, wherever you're good or comfortable going to, that's going to be the, the way to go. And Cody Rhodes is a prime example of that because, yes, he lost the juice at New Japan Wrestling, but one loss does not define your whole career. I mean, he's won the NWA championship against Nick Aldis. He's he's done amazing things that most people would dream of doing, and that's being like the marquee for the company that you just traipsed into. He could have been like, well, my name is a legacy. Therefore, you should treat me differently. He didn't do that. He went about handling his business because he realized, okay, I am – you know, a wrestler, so therefore I'm going to wrestle. And I'm going to show the world what exactly, you know, how special I am by showing up and putting on a show. Now, these guys and gals that are formerly of WWE, are they going to give us a wrestling show? I don't know yet because I haven't seen any of their product. But the, the list of names that I just read off to you earlier in the show, huh, I mean, the, the name, the top two names that I'm thinking of, well, Zack Sabre Jr. is my, my choice, uh, and Chris Jericho. And that's the three I like. Kenny Omega at four. Kenny Omega, Ivelisse, Chris Jericho, and Zack Sabre Jr.? And then you have Cornette and Ross. Wow. I mean, can you say that's pretty stacked in their favor? That sure sounds that way. I mean, it's interesting because, like I've been saying, you can't go the whole kit and caboodle or go into the whole kit and caboodle without finding what drives you to be better than the rest of the world. And I think not just Hunter or the writers that are underneath him that work for him, they're saying to themselves, well, we've got a whole group in NXT, and, you know, it's kind of a comfort zone thing. they got to get out of their comfort zone now and actually put on shows for the fans to see, and so far, I mean, I have no complaints. It's what Raw should have been last year, should have, would have, could have. Now the or now focus is on the new year, and is it working? So far, folks, I don't see any issues because what they put last night on Monday Night Raw is a preview of what's to come because the Royal Rumble is coming up, folks. In Phoenix in two weeks. The first uh, NXT TakeOver UK is a week from Saturday. So if you want to hop on the network and catch all this action, especially Royal Rumble, I'd go and do that now because 
here's the thing, man. You can't be comfortable your whole entire wrestling career as a product. You gotta have somebody that comes along and knocks you in the face, and how you respond is how fans notice. Very true. So, my my whole assessment and this whole thing is we all we all watch what's in front of us and we say, okay, we like it or we dislike it. I uh, I haven't had any issues watching Monday Night Raw so far, and I thought I was going to because they always say they're going to give us what they want and then turn right around and don't do that. So Well, I've been very impressed with the last couple of weeks of <clears throat> of Monday Night Raw myself. I mean, you know, New Year, I think it's going to be a good year for WWE. I mean, like you said, they're giving the fans what we want. They're making changes for the good. You know, um, it's going to be exciting. It really is. It's going to be, like, how do I put this? Whenever people sense change, that's good, because if they sense change in a bad way, we'd avoid you like the plague. And that's kind of how I did Monday Night Raw last year. Because last year, Granny, it was like a constant (laughs) uh, bitch and moan fest on our show because there was so many... Okay, there's a few elements that needed to be fixed. One was the promos. Two, there's always less action on on the show. I watched one replay of last year's show, and I was like, there's like maybe three or four matches, but eight to nine promos. Now it's like, okay, yeah, now it's like, all right, cool. There's like six matches and probably three promos. Change, you know, and that's a good, a good change, so. And now you also have like the competition, all elite wrestling that's coming in, you know, like a neighbor saying, okay, you guys have a show, so do we. And we're going to show the world what we are. We don't care what you're doing. I think, yes, there's going to be some definite, like, questions as to, okay, what's going to be your show? How's it going to be? You know, is it going to be a long show? Is it going to be a short show? That's always the question when you watch new wrestling. Like, when I first started watching WCW that was because I was an ECW guy I would just say to myself well some of this shit is stolen because the hardcore elements in WCW didn't start coming in so late with Raven, Perry Saturn and all them former ECW guys it was like a carousel granting back in the day with all these guys coming in and out that's right because you had Dean Malenko, you had Benoit, you had Guerrero, you had Chris Jericho joining the fray in WWE, you had 
Then you have the alliance in 2001. That was so fans could get a sense of what ECW was like or, you know, WCW. WCW, to me, well, all I can tell you is watching Nitro, I liked watching the NWO and Sting, you know, go back and forth. So hopefully AEW comes up with some compelling TV. It's, you know, it's going to be on a network that's, that used to house uh, SmackDown Live. It's going to be on a network that everyone has if they don't have cable. So that's a benefit for them. And it's on Tuesdays, right after Monday. Because I believe SmackDown Live is bumping their show to Friday. I don't know when, but that's what I've read and that's what I've heard through the grapevine. And I, I told Kurt, I said, it's going to be good because if AEW starts doing tours and all this, that actually gives some people an opportunity to go see some wrestling that's different outside their comfort zone and be like, hey, maybe give it a chance. It's one of those deals. So I can't guarantee you so it's going to be good, but... So when is this supposed ahead. to take place, B-Train? I don't know when they're releasing their air date, but but I do know that they they formed the company. They're getting a roster together probably sometime in March or April. Wow. That'll be awesome. Yeah, and the fact that a football owner is owning the company is another question mark that a lot of people say some owners don't get what they're doing. They just think it's pro wrestling. and You never know, folks. That just sounds like that's going to be really exciting. I mean, for the wrestling world, I I can't wait. I mean, I can't wait. I will certainly be checking it out. Because my thing is this: I haven't seen Jericho. Um, I've seen him wrestle Granny a couple of times, but I haven't really seen seen like any extensive work outside of New Japan and you know occasional Ring of Honor appearances. Uh, I <clears throat> I have yet to see, you know, I've seen Omega's work. He's not bad. And uh, Zack Sabre Jr., saw a little bit of him in the Cruiserweight Classic. Evil Lee, I'm familiar with her work. Um, a lot of work in Puerto Rico and also, let's see who else. <sighs> Tessa Blanchard was a part of the Mae Young Classic, the very first one. And some people were saying, oh, she just got on because of daddy. I said, well, that may be partially true, but um, here's the problem, guys. When you have skilled wrestlers coming from Japan, the U.K., and the United States, you really can't deny them their their take, you know, their their worth. Some people are saying that, oh, it's just another WCW. Um, if that were the case, <clears throat> you'd have – Another Attitude Era born? I don't think so, because that era can never be duplicated. I always say it's best to focus on the now instead of the past, because you keep focusing on one thing, you miss the boat. And that's why I tell some people that are messaging me on Instagram right now, 
I believe it's going to benefit the WWE, Terry. I, I really do because, and not just them, Ring of Honor too, because now everyone in Granny is getting back to the old days of exclusive. Like they already signed Marty Skrull and they signed Ring of Honor, that is. They signed them to an exclusive contract, and I'm thinking, gee, you know, I haven't seen people act like this in a while for wrestling, especially WWE and Ring of Honor and all them are signing people to exclusive contracts so that no other company can snatch them up. I mean, I haven't heard this shit since WCW, WWE, ECW. Well, that's very well put. I mean, it's it's definitely going to be a change. And I, you know, and sometimes, you know, people, they don't like changes. They don't, you know, they don't think changes are for the good. Sometimes, I mean, most of the time, changes are good. There are some times where it might not be as good as what we hoped it to be. But for the most part, when you have a change, it's it's pretty good. And... I believe like AEW. That's what I said. Are they are they possibly competition? Well, obviously, from what I've been reading, hearing about, hearing other people talk about, they keep telling me, "Well, this is just like the good old days of when wrestling was making people exclusive." And I says, "Exclusive, eh? Hmm. Haven't heard that word in a while, and I also haven't heard the word competition." Because when you say I'm competing, this company is competing to stay the way they are, it's like, okay then. I believe that's very, very interesting because I haven't seen people act all nitpicky about who signs with whom and where they're going and, oh, we'll offer you a whole bunch of money, like, WWE granny offered Kenny Omega multi-million dollar contract. Who's going to turn that down? But at the same token, you know, if the wrestler themselves are not happy, that's like forcing yourself to be someone you're not. That's right. So what he did, I'm not saying I don't speak for Kenny Omega. I don't speak for Chris Jericho, but Jericho's already been through the dance with WWE before. And I got a, you know, a semblance of how Jericho can be a long time ago. And part of that is, you know, he's such a talent. He can get anybody riled up, whether he's, you know, being a babyface or a heel. Um, Not just him, but you look at the immense amount of talent that they are signing currently even if it's just eight names that I listed, or five, if you will. There's more on the roster, I believe. But they're making steps by signing all these cast-offs from NXT that did not get opportunity, you know, to make it big in their line of work in WWE. So what I'm trying to say in a long-winded way is congratulations to these young men and women because – they're getting an opportunity to make history. I wouldn't, if I were them, say, I'm going to put Vince out of business. People fell 
prayed a victim to that. And, well, I mean, you can't have that mentality. You just, if the, if WCW had the mentality of let's just keep the same formula except for let's, let's add stars from Japan, let's add more depth to the cruiserweight division, let's do this, let's do that. I don't know what would have made them successful or not successful, but imagine, Granny, a wrestling world with WCW still alive. Yes, that would be totally amazing. I mean... I mean, it can't hurt because, number one, competition is always healthy. For those of us who say competition isn't healthy, then you're just in it for yourself, and that also kills business. I believe because, look, I'm not just going to constantly use WWE Raw as an example, but the product in general, with all the the stuff and the rise of independent wrestling again, was because they were not able to give the fans any form of satisfaction. We're spoiled brats, man. We are. And, uh, well, ten minutes left. Anyway, so, yes, folks, to wrap this up, I'm going to tell you right now, there's no such thing as bad competition unless they do things to outwardly make them look like uh, shit or make them look foolish while they're, you know, being the competition for said company or whomever they're going against. And that would be AEW against the world because... Some of you are forgetting there's also Progress Wrestling, PWG, ICW. I mean, there's like a crap ton of wrestling out there that most people are not familiar with. But now, I tell you, if you're not familiar with the fact that there was once upon a time competition... Just going to fair warn you, wrestling's about to get really, really interesting. Before we end this speed train, I got a couple questions I wanted to ask. I noticed that show that you and Kurt were at over the weekend. I believe the Buffet Club was in attendance. Our good friends from the Buffet Club were in attendance over the weekend, weren't they not? Thomas, Michael, Dan... Mhm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, they were. And how is Kurt doing? Because I saw his post where he had hurt his hip and his back, and yeah. So how is he feeling? I hope he's doing well. Well, hang on a minute, Granny. One second. I always love to see. Thomas's post and Dan's post and Michael's post from the Buffet Club. Amazing group of guys. Yes. And, uh, Granny, I, I just want to update you. I haven't spoken to Kurt about his medical update, but I believe 
the drive home was not easy, man. It was uh, he was really hurting really bad, his hip and his back. And I, well, I you know, said that my my vision's not as bad as it used to be. It's like you scare me during the daytime. And uh, I said, well, thanks for that sentiment, man. Um, <laughs> but he, like, like I said, he's a good big brother. He looks out for me. Um, Prayers for a speedy so, recovery. That's all I can say. I hope he gets better because this is his livelihood we're talking because he, uh, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like you do all those suplexes, you don't realize all the all the effort it gives when you drive your hips and you land on your back. Um, I felt bad for him because I know that it means a lot to Curtis, especially when it comes to pro wrestling. So my hope is he gets better. And, I mean, that's all I can do. I can't offer him the best chiropractor in the world and the best hip replacement. If he has to get hip replacement surgery, that's pretty bad. I don't think it's that bad. I hope not. I hope not either. As I can tell you, dude, I I haven't had hip replacement surgery. I haven't had back surgery. And I told him, I says, you need to go to the well, I've had, one point, I, Granny, doing the- I, I've had sorry. I've had both I've had no that's okay. I've had both of my knees replaced. I've never had to have a hip replacement yet, but um you know, those those lovely guys are always telling me I better sit down and shut up before I break my hip, you know. Well, I haven't broken a hip yet, fans. I've just had two knee replacements, but you know, never had surgery on my back, but you know, I have problem I have back pain too, so but that comes with age, you know, and, and all the work that I did being on my feet eight plus hours a day on, you know, walking on cron- concrete floors. So for 14 years, so take care of your backs, people, because, <laughs> you know, that's all I got to say. It's, it's important, you know, because he's in wrestling and, he goes, I want you to worry. I was like, dude, I worried the whole way home because I'm sitting there watching you wince as you drive or try to move forward in the seat. You know, it's like you can tell when someone's in pain, man. It's not it's not a pretty picture, let's just say that. No, it's not. Luckily, there's some stuff for him to move his legs up so he could adjust the seat, Granny. But, I mean, I just, for me personally, like, Okay. The the whole when you do wrestling, you say blah blah blah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot that goes into that, folks. Um, you can train all you want; doesn't matter. You're gonna get hurt. You're gonna get hurt, and then you're gonna feel like new again. Then you're gonna feel like a ton of bricks just smashed your leg or back or whatever is in pain. So, I hope he's doing okay, folks. Um, I haven't spoken with him since. Well, we always get back into town early morning. It feels like Granny and like, what rental car is this instead of what year is this? <laughs> because cause I'm so tired, I don't even remember what rental car that Kurt and I had. I was like, oh, it's a, obviously a Kia because it has it on the front of the hood. Duh. Anyways. All right, folks. 
catch me and Grady tomorrow on Off the Rails Uncensored. I'll be uh, not guest hunting. I will be advertising on Facebook the changes for the show. They're not big changes. It's just availability. If you are listening to our show, is open at any time. I will message Granny Holkster on occasion to join me. If she cannot join me, then I will host the show. So, therefore, there is open availability from Monday to Sunday, minus pay-per-views for WWE, Ring of Honor, New Japan, or any special occasion pending the request. And how applicable it is, you can join me. The number is 213-934-3422. It is free to dial in. You do not dial me through Facebook. You can do Skype if you want to do Skype. If that's cheaper for you guys on the foreign soil, it's great. I've had some messages, Granny, already from the U.K. about doing the show. I said, if Skype is cheaper for you guys, cool. So, So. also, yeah, so, Granny, I have another announcement. I'm going to be working on doing mini docs, as I like to call them, and create my own channel, Brian Rails, on YouTube. That way you... Some of the we don't know what you look like. I have a Facebook, folks. I'm not a hermit. Anyways, and everybody know, and do. everybody should know what Granny looks like because I have a Facebook too. So <laughs> she has a Facebook, folks. It's the social media world. Come on, get with it. We love you guys in the UK. We love you guys everywhere in the United States, Canada, Latvia, Indonesia, Australia, Ireland, Glasgow, Scotland. Love you to pieces for listening in or tuning in to 2019's Wrestle Radio Network. The new theme for this year is New Voices Will Be Heard. So, all right, folks, that'll do it for today's show. If you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, and I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And Granny? And if you didn't like what Granny Holster has to say, what you going to do when Granny Holster runs crazy all over you? That'll do it, folks. I got to eat. 